0: The Lord be with you. And sure. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Lord, you, Lord. Mary Magdalene stayed outside the tomb weeping. And as she wept, she bent over into the tomb and saw two angels in white standing there, one at the head and one at the feet, where the body of Jesus had been. And they said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, They have taken my Lord and I don't know where they've laid him. When she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus there, but did not know it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you looking for? She thought it was the gardener and said to him, sir, if you carried him away, tell me where you laid him and I will take him. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him in Hebrew, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, Stop holding on to me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father. But go to my brothers and tell them, I am going to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord, and then reported what he had told her. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. <clears throat> One of the roles of a Catholic institution is to help guide and lead people to truth with a capital T. And hearing the line in the first reading, about this corrupt generation. When you transport, transpose that line onto today's society, you hear the urgency in it all the more. It's a society today where truth oftentimes has a small T. There's my truth and your truth. It further devolves sadly into feelings. This is what I feel, therefore it is. And if you were to take that attitude and transpose it back, onto the disciples, we would be hard pressed, I think, to think that any of the disciples, the 12, the broader group of disciples, the early followers, anyone, would have put their lives on the line for a feeling. Well, Jesus was a good social worker. I believe in what Jesus's cause was, therefore I will die for it. It pivots and it becomes capital T Truth in the resurrection. For the early Christian believers, obviously this was no figment of their imagination. This was an actual event that actually happened, capital T Truth. For them, it was a statement of fact. For we who were not there, it's a statement of belief. But for them who had eaten with Jesus and walked with him and witnessed and knew of him crucified, his resurrection was a reality. And that was the capital T Truth on which they would eventually stake their lives. There are those even today who want to say it was a myth, but it was no myth. It was at a point in time. He was crucified under Pontius Pilate. We know who the Roman emperor was when Jesus was born, an actual person at an actual point in time who actually rose from the dead. And from that point forward, the early Christians, I dare say, have a little fun with it. At least the evangelists did when they would take certain words and turn them into statements of faith. In the look back, Pontius Pilate was the first evangelist when he said on the sign above the crucifix, Jesus of Nazareth, King of the Jews. That which was supposed to be a mockery becomes a statement of faith. Or the use of the word evangelion. The word evangelion was used whenever Caesar conquered a territory, the messenger would go riding ahead, he'd go riding back into town and say, evangelion, good news, Caesar has won. And the early Christians hijacked that term. Pokes a little fun at Caesar, but it amplifies the good news that the King has triumphed and that the King has conquered. The resurrection itself ratifies who Jesus said that he is. Some of us were observing over the course of the Triduum that in the Gospel of John, Jesus is very much in charge. And when we heard John's passion on Good Friday, you knew Jesus was in control. He was taking care of certain things before he was crucified, and it was very evident to the reader that he knew who he was, and he knew what his mission was about. Capital T Truth is rooted in God. The resurrection is a statement of faith, but a statement of truth. And it's a statement that God's love is more powerful than anything else, that God's love triumphs. It triumphs over sin, and it triumphs over death. So as we go back to that line in the first reading, save yourselves from this corrupt generation. Stay focused on the capital T truth. Stay focused on a belief in the resurrection and stay focused on the belief that God's love conquers all things.